Are now we we're officially that? live. Now we're live. Now we are live. Hello, everybody, and welcome to that podcast. We are podcasting live from the 2022 FMSC Fargo Mobile Pack event. You can see it going on behind us. And I am joined today, as always, by Pastor DJ Lura. Hey, everybody. Mark Crea and Dana Mashevsky. Mark, <laughs> it is fantastic to have you here. Thank you for being here with us today. I, I wouldn't miss it. This this is just an awesome event uh, for us to be able to restart Mobile Pack. This is our biggest Mobile Pack event oh, since wow. we have relaunched that, and not surprising up, yes. in, up in Fargo <laughs> because you're you're great people and you care so much about feeding God's kids. So we're excited to be here. Oh, it's it's great to have you. It's great to have this going again. It's fun to see everybody back. The the kids. I, I'm not sure which school is here right now, but uh, well, we got a couple. No we got we got North Cass, uh, Central Cass, Cheyenne. Um, I, I heard Liberty Middle School is here. Oh wow. Yep. And this is just the first um, first shift. The first shift of of the next. Four days. The first shift we're going from today all the way through Saturday. We wrap up, I think, Saturday at is it six o'clock? Yeah, usually about that so. time. Once all the meals are packed, we're wrapping it up. <laughs> we we're don't not stopping. <laughs> 24/7. <laughs> so, Mark, you said this is the first. First of all, why don't you uh, introduce yourself to sure. those who may not know who you are, or what you do at FMSC? Yep. So Mark Cree, I'm the CEO of Feed My Starving Children, been with the organization 18 years. Uh, we have seen God's hand um, on this organization and on the volunteers and supporters. And so we feed uh, his kids, malnourished kids in 70 countries around the world. We do that in some unique ways. So the first thing is the food itself, designed by food scientists, all the vitamins, minerals, to rebuild a child, that's so important. Uh, we then distribute that food through embedded missionaries and NGOs in the countries. So we don't work through the governments, through the big entities. We want to get it directly into the hands of the people, the organization that that is feeding the kids, whether that's in school, whether that's in an orphanage. Um, and it's all packed, well, it was all packed before COVID, by volunteers. And so during COVID, when we couldn't have volunteers, we shifted to some machine packing. And now it's a, it's a blend as we can get more and more volunteers back. That's our, our preference. We call it the Hairnet Brigade. And, uh, and the need is, is great. It is, I've never seen it like it is today. So um, this event will feed a lot of kids. That's that's phenomenal. You said this is the the biggest one since you started since the pandemic. Is is that right? Right. So we we restarted mobile packing, um, uh, the beginning of last year, where we started doing that. And again, lots of trial and error. And so most of those events have been um, smaller events. So, hundred thousand meals, two hundred thousand meals, which is wonderful. That's that's yeah, awesome. Um, but we have done multi-million meal events in the past yes and we did them here in fact in the past mm -hmm. and so to get back to a, a, a big number again uh this year it's it's kind of like you're using maybe you're using muscles you haven't used for a couple of years sure so getting back really on the good. treadmill after, yeah. uh, <laughs> after, after a long winter oh my gosh <laughs> but but i would tell you that uh th this is going to sound weird 
but there have been COVID blessings mm-hmm. for us because uh, it has forced us to do things that we wouldn't have normally done sure. as far as how we're producing meals and the variety of things. Uh, so many logistical challenges. Uh, but I would say the most significant part has been how God has, he's always been here. We've mm-hmm. seen and felt his his presence, his favor, nothing like the last 20 months. And our partners um, are so grateful because most of their other support wasn't there, but Feed My Starving Children was with yeah. the food. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it is... It, it is neat and it's great. You mentioned working only with NGOs. Something that Dave Gunlickson, who has been on with us before, has talked about is the percentage of meals that make it to their destination. Yep. I think that's just phenomenal. And the, the number is so crazy that I forget it all the time, but it's it's in the high 90s, right? Yeah, 99.8%. Three, it's now wow. Three, it's now 32 billion meals wow That's and, and these are going to very very difficult places yes. and and um no offense to ohio but i couldn't send 3.2 billion meals to cleveland and have a 99.8 percent delivery <laughs> right rate. sure right and and so we see god protect this food because we pray and ask him to do that and it's an amazing thing to watch yeah uh, because it's got to get to the tummies of those kids yes Yep, exactly. And it's it's huge. Were you going to say something, DJ? Well, I was just going to say that um, Ryan and I both work with the um, uh, the middle school youth at our church, and we were talking to them about kind of heroes of the Bible. We were just learning about King David. And it was right before today. It was, it was getting ready for today and getting the kids to come and pack. And it was fun for me to be able to say to them, and it was just kind of this new realization is that how often do you get the opportunity to be a hero in such a way that you may think it's not that big of a deal going and packing food for an hour or two, but you're doing something that is life or death for someone else. And so by going and packing these meals, you get to be a hero and love your neighbor and protect them and save them. Yep. That's super cool to me. That, that And that's what happens with Feed My Starving Children. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's very cool. Um, I had a question and I now forgot it. Well, my my, my point was so profound and so awe-inspiring. It it just everything else leaves. Just nothing can follow. It, it was. Say, so, Mic drop. Uh, uh, Mark Korea is here with us. Uh, and how many events do you have lined up for? 2022 now now that you're back you're rolling uh are, are you back to full swing yet are there still some no, places we're, we're we're still rebuilding and and uh, a little tougher in some parts of the country just to um to work through all of the protocols and everything sure but yeah. but our goal this year is to provide um over 200 events okay nationwide uh, and that puts us back about uh, two-thirds, three-fourths of where we were pre-COVID. Okay. So we're just going to keep building. The response has been tremendous. You know, so many people have come up and just said, oh, my gosh, this this feels so good yeah. to be back doing this. And, Pastor, you're, you're right. Give me your hands for two hours, and you're going to transform somebody's life. You're going to, you know, hunger to hope, right? Yep. Um, if you're hungry, how do you have hope? Put, the, put a child in school who hasn't eaten in three days. It doesn't matter. Right. They can't learn. So let's do that. 24 cents. 
let's feed this kid this highly nutritious meal and that then that foundation you can build on 24 cents yeah that's amazing that that and the the number of meals that make it where they're going it's just the, the you, you mentioned it earlier the hand of god over the whole over the whole thing is yep. just incredible what you're doing and and how it's getting done and and keeping the keeping i mean you can i don't know hopefully they can see at home if not watch the live stream we'll get back to a closer shot uh, later on but to see the enthusiasm in the kids coming in and just being fired up and ready to do this it's incredible yeah and and i would say because pastor when you were talking it reminded me that kids get it i mean it's yeah. almost like Okay, kids, bring bring the adults, bring your parents along, um, because they they just instinctively go, well, I don't like that. This doesn't make sense. I mean, what do you mean a kid doesn't have anything, to, and I can do something about it? Wow. Yeah. It it is the best. Half of our volunteers, and coming up to COVID, that was 1.4 million in 2019. Half of those were kids, were young people. So when, when, when we fret about, oh my gosh, what's this next generation? I would point to that and say, they're stepping up. They're stepping up. They are stepping up. Say, if you're watching this, you haven't signed up yet. If you want to, there are still shifts open. You can go online, FM, fmsc.org slash Fargo. Is that correct? Yep. FMSC.org slash Fargo. FargoPack.org. FargoPack.org. FargoPack you can go there. You can get signed up. You can come and be part of this. Uh, you can probably hear, uh, you can hear Footloose playing in the background <laughs> right now. Maybe. Not just there. If it, You can go to atonement.live and it'll link you right to signing up for the pack. There you go. For today and for Saturday. Okay. Yeah. So if. Today's if, full though. Today so is night. Saturday. It's tonight. Yeah. It's tonight full too. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Saturday, we have openings on Saturday. I think so. check. Yeah, we should check it out. Go online. It'll, We're like it'll directing these people somewhere, and I have no idea if it's going to work. It'll show you what's available, what's open. I believe we have spots still open. I'm following what Amy said. So <laughs> I just know that last night, different issues. Wednesday night was full. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's good. It got full. And and I tell you what. Either way, if if you go online, there's spots open. You, you can, can come find in. it. Google it. You can come in. If if there are no spots open, or if you still want to help, you can't come and pack. You want to help? You can do that financially as well. Uh, there should be a link there, I believe, to be able to uh, to donate financially yep. to yep. to keep this operation going. Absolutely. It's wonderful. Um, Mark, I have another question for you. Um, we found at Atonement. Uh, that there are things that came from COVID, um, ways that we do things, things that we weren't doing before that we're doing now that actually bolstered our ministry. Yes. Are, are you finding that as we, as well? We we are, and uh, one of the things we had to do during COVID was find other ways. If we didn't have volunteers, because we they weren't allowed to come in, how, how do we produce this food? So we did something I, I said we would never do, which was use machines to pack some food. Uh, that's more expensive because we don't have free labor from the volunteers. Um, you also don't have some of the donations that volunteers will bring, um, but it didn't matter. So we went ahead and again, the Lord was there. People helped uh, financially to support that. So we ended up producing hundreds of millions of meals by machine. And so uh, that's changed now, but that is now, I would tell you forever, a part of the mix. 
Uh, we want it to be dominated by the hairnets and volunteers, sure. but it gives us an ability to quickly respond to disasters, things that we just couldn't do before. So our capacity today is many times greater than it was in 2019. Wow. And that wouldn't have happened. Sure. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, it gets us out of, you know, it's very easy to get caught into this is the way that we do it. This is the only way yeah. to do it. This is the way we've always done it. Yeah, it works. Yeah, let's keep doing it. Right. And then, and then something like a pandemic happens and it's like, hmm, how can we share the gospel? How can we serve yeah. people and love people when we can't really meet right. face to face? Sure. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, how did you find, and again, we're, we're with Mark Crea from FMSC, Feed My Starving Children. Did you find um, issues with the supply chain at all with countries being shut down or maybe not allowing things to come into the countries? Or have, have all the, the NGOs in, in the countries been, um, you know, able to find We're ways able to, to do their, do their Yeah, thing. right. Uh, yes. <laughs> it, I would tell you um, pretty much everything or how we did everything pre-pandemic has changed. We've had to adapt, adjust. We're actually pretty good at that because we work in places that change quickly. Um, but these were big changes. So logistics, supply chain, I think anybody who's out there trying to do anything knows uh, what a nightmare that can be. And yet, uh, God's been there for us. Our staff are so dedicated, smart, and so we found workarounds. We found ways uh, to get these these shipments. Um, most of the rest of the world dealt with the pandemic by simply locking down. Mm -hmm. um, they, they maybe didn't have all of the resources that the United States does medically and otherwise, so you just lock people down where they are. Well, how do, how do I earn a living if, if, if I'm in that state? So uh, we, we were able to find other ways um, more difficult, more dangerous than ever before. Um, but God is still there protecting this food. Mm -hmm. and, and, our, and the missionaries uh, and NGOs that are, are doing the hard work in country, are the, the, they're walking saints. They, they are the most courageous, smartest passionate people that are just they're walking with the Lord every single day um, and they're they're bringing food and ministering to people when they need it the most yeah yeah that's you know it just got me thinking too mark that um, feed my starving children kind of had a rebirth about 16 years ago in that time that you've been able to with these supply lines to certain parts of the world have you gotten to a point where um, an area that you uh, were servicing has now said, you know what, we're, we're doing much better, and they either step back from the need for the food or are becoming partners in, in distributing the food? Right. Or, or you distribute it somewhere else in, yeah. in need. It might still be in that country. Right. So, so the short answer is, yes, we've seen some of that happen, uh, but the nature of where we're working are some of the toughest places and yeah. so progress generally is is very slow uh, i was talking to a partner a week and a half ago and he just said this is this is this is the long haul this is if you think uh where i am that we're going to fix this in the next couple of years uh no this is this is generational we do see progress we do measure those things 
that makes a difference. Oh, I've, I've seen videos of, of some of the kids that have grown up eating yeah. this food, and mm-hmm. it's it it's a life save. I, it, it completely changes a person's life. Yeah. And it gets me thinking, too. You know, in the United States, we have all this abundance of food, but we're still starving for yeah. nutrition. And, yeah. it, boy, we could use yeah. some thinking the way that Feed My Starving Children does. Uh, maybe a little <laughs> spiritual nutrition would help, too. Yeah. Well, and that was one thing that, that really sets apart Feed My Starving Children. You and I talking about this beforehand, but you guys, you're, you're not afraid to make clear that, you know, you're Christians. Right. That, this is Christian why we're doing this work. Yeah. Um, and when the organization really kind of, um, I, I called it our, our born again time, when, yeah. when, uh, when the organization made that recommitment, the Lord has been blessing us. You know, we went from 3 million meals a year um, to this year, 400 million meals. Well, 400 million meals. That, that, that's crazy. Yeah. The number, the number, it was almost. That's a hundredfold return. But the number that we looked at, I thought was like like a thousandfold return. Like yes. it's or it's growing that way. Yep. It's amazing. Yeah. We we add God multiplies. Yeah. That's that's kind of the way <laughs> we've seen it. We really have. And so, yeah. uh, it, it's a blessing to be able to to get this food, and and we don't take anything for for granted. We just know that. To expect this food to automatically get there or not, just is not likely. And yeah. so, you know, 25 reasons why this food shouldn't get there, and yet it does over and over again. And uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a huge. Those are miracles we get to see mm-hmm. all the time. We talk about that. Um, uh, uh, I, I don't believe in coincidence anymore. That's just yeah. God choosing yeah. to be anonymous. Yep. So, Well, I, I would agree. I would tell uh-huh. people... Um, so delivery rate, number of meals, you know, the percentage, any of those things, we're either the luckiest organization in the world or God is there helping and protecting yeah. this food. I, I know which yeah. one of those two I believe in, but... Um, it's funny the way you put that because it's like, okay, which one's more likely? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm sorry. <laughs> That's great. Yep. So, uh, again, if you're just joining us, uh, we are, uh, this is That Podcast, podcasting live from the 2022 FMSC Fargo Mobile Pack packing event. This is the first shift of, uh, of the day. Today, Wednesday, we're going all the way through Saturday. We're here with Mark Crea from FMSC. Again, thank you. I know you're busy. You've got a lot going on. I appreciate you taking the time to come and visit with us. Uh, well, and I don't know, do people know what the goal is this year? Because um, we've been setting some pretty high goals that were prior mm. to COVID. Then right. in the midst of COVID, we had uh, different goals with the telethon and things like that. Right. Still finding ways to get meals to kids and get the grocery bills paid. Yep. This year, our goal is, I believe, 2 million meals. Is two that correct? Yep. 2 million meals. 2 million. And our, our largest mobile event so far in the relaunch is 800,000 meals. Wow. So Fargo so we're is busting taking the record. Out, you're taking it out a whole new door, <laughs> let me tell you. That's great. Um, over the over the, the course of uh, since the pandemic started, have you been able to get out? I know it's been difficult, but have you been able to get out into any of the countries where the, the food goes to at all? Have you been able to visit any of them? or, or uh, I, I have not. Okay. A couple of our staff have. And, and it's making me crazy um, because it is, it is a blessing to spend time with our partners and, and to see the kids. You know, so many kids, Pastor, you said it. Uh, 
we've got kids I remember feeding, you know, when they were just little, and, and they're grown up, they've got families, we've got a, a person who has started their own nonprofit feeding kids in the community he grew up as an orphan. Wow. Our food. Yeah. And so, wow, those are powerful, powerful things. So, yeah, this, this is just simply the best. And, yeah. and the need is there. We're just going to continue to do this. Well, and I don't want to say anything too controversial because, you know, everyone has their own opinions. But if you want to talk about what does pro-life look like, that's pro-life. Yeah. Someone's entire life being blessed uh, that they can thrive. Yep. That's, that's powerful stuff. You know that just that just struck me uh, when Feed My Starving Children first started. Um, I don't know if you know the long-term vision was was in mind at that time, but talking about those uh, those individuals who were kids and had the meals, and now they've started their own thing. That's a complete culture shift. Yes, yeah. that's literally yep. changing that culture, that yep. country. And uh, Feed My Starving Children is doing that. Yep. And, and it, we just see it all the time where, I mean, if, if I'm healthy and I have an opportunity to go to school and now I'm actually learning and physically I'm healthy because of, of my nutrition, I don't care whether I'm going to be a farmer, a, a laborer, a pastor, a teacher, a doctor, whatever. I can now do that well, yeah, and and that's the transformation that happens. And um, and I, I I don't want to go back to anything else, yeah, other than this. And right, yeah, huge, huge, yeah. It goes it go it, it goes beyond just not being hungry. It it changes everything. Yeah, it's it's it amazing. Does. It's cool. Well, it changed, and, and not just on that. And I mean, look at what's happening right now out there. You have kids and adults and people all working together for a common goal. You want to know what the church looks like? This is what the church looks like. There it is. Uh, uh, Above and beyond anything else that we do as God's people, this is, this is it. This is loving God and loving people in yep. action. Exactly. And if you, if you can't see it right now, if, if we're Take in the way... Take our word for us. <laughs> Take our word for it. If we're in the way, you can't can see it. We can see it. Yeah. We're, we're going to be streaming. We're going to stream all the way through the, the mobile pack. So uh, after we're done, we'll switch back to a different camera and you'll have a better yeah. angle. You'll be able to see what's going on down there. Um, again, Mark, I, I can't thank you enough for coming on, for taking the time. Are you uh, are are you hanging out today? Or are you hanging out a couple I'll, of days? Yeah, I'll be hanging out here today, and then uh, I'll be uh, heading off to my next event. So. Yeah, cool. That's great. Yeah, uh, I don't I don't know how we're doing for time, and I do you know DJ? We're fine. We're good. We can wrap her up if you want. Good. Yeah. Say, uh, uh, Mark, do you have uh, a favorite story? Or a, a favorite? Um, you talked about the individual who's who's doing his own nonprofit now. Yep. Do you have a, a favorite memory of your time at FMSC? Whether it's here in the states, a different country, yep. something that uh, uh, you know you, you like to think back on. Well, this might be it from going forward. Is being on that <laughs> podcast from Atonement. So. I will be done by midnight. I, I yeah. promise you. <laughs> there are there are so many. It, it, it is. The thing for me that just kind of holds everything together because I just I just get to see the Lord. There, there's 
nothing is as powerful as holding a, a malnourished baby um, or, it, you know, at times I, I, I just don't know which of the stories because there's tragic stories and there's, there's others, but no, no child should die because they simply didn't have food. Yeah. Or their, their parent couldn't go and, and grab a Tylenol or a baby aspirin and give it to their, you know, that's, that's just not the way it should be. Right. And so to be able to, to do this, to, to see a smile on a mom's face, uh, because I'm sorry, for, for the, all the moms out there, um, you, you rule. You, you, the, the world is, is driven by what, what moms do. So I, I'll tell you um, a quick story. This happened a couple of months ago um, in Uganda. Uh, the, the pastor we work with there, we feed thousands and thousands of kids there in a lot of ways. And so one of the things um, that they've done is they've locked down during the, the pandemic so people weren't allowed to leave. So in talking to pastor, so what are you doing, pastor? He said, well, I take your food and I load it in my car every day. And I take a couple of my guys with me and we go out to the villages and look for people who are in, in dire need. And that's risky for him because you're not supposed to be out and about, but he does it anyways. And he said, so this was a couple of months ago. So he said, so last week I was out, I went to a village. Um, there's, there's a thing you can do. You can put a white flag outside your, your, your hut, which tells the government something really bad is going on in there. He said, so that's where I go first. Mm. So I went up to this house with a white flag, went in, knocked on the door, and this young woman opens the door. He tells her who he is and that he's there to help her. And, and she invites him in, and he looks around, and here are her four children laying on the dirt floor. And she tells them she hasn't been able to feed them for a week. Moms, for a week. And has nothing to do. Her husband had left a couple of nights before to try to sneak out and, and find something for the family. He hasn't come back. She doesn't know what happened to him. And so Pastor goes to his car, gets a box of our food, and puts it in this woman's hands. And she breaks down because I, I've never had more than one or two days worth of food ever in my life, and you have just given me a month's worth of food for my family. And she looks at the box and it says, Manapak, rice on it. That's the name we, we give it. And she looks at the box and she goes, oh, manna, I, I know that name. You know, I, I read the Bible. Mm -hmm. And she looks at Pastor and goes, are you Moses? <laughs> wow. And Pastor goes, no, no, I'm not Moses. <laughs> well, is, is this food from, from God? And he says, well, actually it is. It's kind of gone through a few hands to get here. So she's, she just breaks down. So what is the next thing this mom does? Now she has got a month's worth of food in her hands. Her children haven't eaten in a week. The next thing she says to them is, you know, some of my neighbors are hurting a lot. Can I share some of this wow. with them? Wow. Yes, of course, you wow. can do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. There's that mom. Um, I, I mean, I can't imagine what I would do. I'd be hoarding right, that. Right? Yeah, right, yeah. You know, after yeah. saying, well, good, now I have something for my kids, but you know what? I, I've got to take some to my neighbor yeah. and help them.
Wonderful. That's so man, man, yeah. that's amazing. Such a cool story. Yep. That's so powerful. Yeah. Yep. So you, you that's the gospel right well, there. It's it contagious. You, you see that. <laughs> um, you see kids in, in a feeding program, and and they're putting some of the food in their yeah. pockets. Yeah. And it's like, huh, what the heck is that all about? <laughs> well, I know what it's about. It's about them saying, well, I'm not going to eat all this food. I, I've got to bring this back because my brother, my sister, yeah. or somebody else yeah. hasn't eaten at home, and, and I'm bringing this back for them. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. It's very cool stuff. Very yeah, powerful. It is. It is. So, uh, we're, thank you for that. Yeah, thank th- you. Thank you for that yeah. story. Were we getting the, the wrap up? Symbol? We are, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. The executive pastor <laughs> saying, let's go. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we better wrap it up then. Uh, Mark Crea, FMSC, thank you so much for being here again. I really appreciate it. Uh, if you're if you're watching, well, obviously you're, you're watching right now. We're live, FMSC 2022 Fargo yep. Mobile Pack. Uh, you can go online to, what was the website? FargoPack.org. FargoPack.org. You can find out more information. You can see how to help. Mark, thanks again. Thank you. Thank you, guys. God bless you all for this event and feeding so many kids. All right. God bless you, too. And and thank Thank you you. for watching. Uh, we'll, We'll go back to our live stream so you can watch the action.